You're listening to The Right to be Catholic with Sean A.R. Brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Re-Evangelization Center. Welcome everybody to the Right to be Catholic podcast where we tackle everyday issues that we as Catholics face in our modern world today. I'm your host, Catholic speaker and advocate, Sean A.R. Today's show, we're going to focus on the topic of the two thieves. These two thieves rob us of our happiness, they stop us from giving thanks to God, and they stunt our relationship with Him. I'm going to go over both of those to- uh, both of those thieves and uh, show you how to combat them. And the two thieves that I'm referring to are the thieves of comparing and the thief of uh, complaining. The Bible quote I have for this topic comes from Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. And it goes, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the idea for this topic came from a homily that I had heard in August given by Father Brian uh, Casa. Now, a lot of what I'm going to be talking about in this actual episode comes from his homily. It was actually a wonderful homily that I heard. And I was thinking about his homily and what he had said. And I said to myself, this is a great topic. And I wanted everyone to know about these two thieves that he had mentioned. So we're going to take apart the two different thieves, the comparing and complaining, and we'll talk about why they are bad and how we can go about um, to alleviate these things from our lives and actually, in, in essence, combat these things. So the first thief that I want to talk about is the thief of comparing. Now, when you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, you're spiraling down a negative path, and we'll talk about that. And there are many different ways about going and doing this. And one of the ways that I've seen a lot of people, and I myself have become a victim of this, is comparing myself to things that I see on social media. Now, let me tell you why comparing yourself to other people on social media is a bad thing. First, when you're looking at someone's social media page, something that you have to understand is you're looking at a snapshot of that person's life. You don't know what goes on behind that picture, behind that post. Now, listen, they could be living a wonderful life, and that's awesome for them. But a lot of times, these Facebook or Instagram photos or posts that people post are a recreation or creation of what people want you to see. I want you to see this part of me. I want you to see, look, me, I'm having a good time on vacation. Look at my wonderful family. Look at the wonderful things that I'm doing. And again, they could be all true and great, which is awesome. But for someone looking from the outside, you have to remind yourself, hey, this person took this picture or posted this post, and this is just one brief moment of their life. It's not the full picture of who they are. So again, you don't know 
what they went through to post that picture. You don't know how long it took them to save to go on this vacation. So for you to sit back and say to yourself, oh, look, I'm comparing my life. Why aren't I on vacation? Why don't I have this wonderful family? Why don't I have these things that this person or whoever it is that's posting about their life on there? Or look, every day they're at a new location or new restaurant or whatever it may be. That's awesome for that person. Again, you don't know the other side of the story for that person. And there may not be another side. They may be living a wonderful life. And if they are, be happy for them. Don't compare yourself to their life. Because I will tell you, listen, I have an awesome family and I love my children. I love my wife. But if you're looking at uh, my Instagram posts from when we took our family photos, you'll see us all smiling and happy. And that's all well and good. But what you don't see is right before that picture, yelling at my kids, telling them, hey, smile, stand still, don't do this. But then when you hear, okay, smile, then we snap that picture. It looks like, wow, look at this. They have great kids. And how are they standing for their photos? They didn't. It took us a long time and many tries to do that. And my wife will tell you that. You know, a lot of times I see people post their children or videos of their kids doing amazing things, which is awesome. And again, I'm not going to compare my kids to those kids because I don't know what else those children do outside of when they're in these social media uh, videos or anybody. Again, you know, when I'm if I'm comparing myself to these social media posts, what ends up happening is I'm going to constantly not be satisfied in wanting more of my life, right? I'm not satisfied with what I am or who I am. And look at all these people living, how they say, their best lives, right? But again, what ends up happening is when you do that and you start comparing and looking at other people's social media posts, you'll constantly be searching and wanting to fill your life with things and not with God. And that's not a good thing. Another way that I've seen people comparing is comparing themselves to either friends or families in their in their inner circle, right? Family, hey, I know a lot about this person. Okay, so you you talked about social media and you know, I don't know this person is a snapshot of their life, but okay, this is my family, this is my friend. Well, let me tell you the 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 wrong behind comparing yourself to a family member or a close friend. What ends up happening is instead of being happy for that person, you're looking at their life and your life and saying, oh, look, either their life is better or my life is better and look where I am and look where they are. But instead of being happy for each other or if you're better off than that person, lending a helping hand, you're comparing. It goes both ways. So if you're comparing and saying that they're better off than you, what ends up happening is you become envious of that person and envy is one of the seven deadly sins. And we don't want to go down that path, right? Because you don't want to be committing that sin. And if you're better off than that person and God has blessed you in that way, instead of saying, oh, look what I have, look what I have, look what I've done, I'm better than that person. Instead of looking down on them, instead of being so prideful, which is another seven, which is one, another one of the seven deadly sins, you want to say, okay, thank you, God, for what I have, let me go and help them or this person out. Think about those things. I've, I've seen people compare themselves with uh, people at work or 
and not just at work, but people's success in their careers. Again, instead of being happy for that person and wanting to better myself, I'm comparing myself to that person. And when you when you constantly comparing yourself to other people's successes and say, oh, I'm not as successful as this person, or even if you, again, if you are more successful helping others achieve their goals, right? Hey, I know you're interested in this field and I'm successful in this field. Let me help you out or vice versa. If I know that there's someone is successful in that field, instead of being envious of that person or comparing my life to that person, why not approach that person and talk to them and say, hey, listen, I know you're successful in this, whatever it may be that you're career that they're in, help me get to where you are. So instead of just comparing myself and being negative about why I'm not there, I'm doing something about it. The last form of comparing that I've seen uh, that I want to mention is body type or body image. In the world we live in today, the world paints this picture of this body image that we must have. And sometimes it's unattainable. Sometimes it is attainable. But I'm not telling you that, and don't get this twisted, I I don't want to say that we shouldn't be healthy. Being healthy is a great thing. You know, myself uh, recently, you know, dealing with COVID and a few issues that that I've been dealing with, but thank God that I am okay. And I'm happy about that. I'm blessed. But health is one of the top priorities in my life right now. And so I'm not going to tell you don't go and be healthy. But what I am going to say is when you look at, for example, you know, either on social media or on TV or whatever it may be, you see these actors or actresses and they have these uh, wonderful lives and, oh, look how they look. They look so good. You know, their hair is always done right. Their makeup, their body's perfect. Again, don't compare yourself to people like that because what you probably don't know and if you don't, you're about to know this, is these actors and actresses or like these fitness gurus, they have probably chefs 24 hours a day making them meals that are perfect to what they need to be healthy and their body type to be the way it is. They're probably working out 24-7. They have fitness instructors. Uh, Hell, some of these actors, their job is to get fit in a certain way for the role that they're 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 in currently so their job itself is to look that way so they're getting paid to be healthy or fit in a certain way or their body type so for you like someone like myself we work you know majority of the day then we have families we have kids uh we have lives it's hard to sometimes fit in that part where we need to go work out or become who we want to be for that specific body type. So I can't sit and compare myself to those people. They live and breathe that all day. I don't. So I don't want you guys to think that, you know, it's not okay to be healthy. Yeah, I want you to be healthy and that's a great thing, but I'm not going to go and sit and compare myself to other people's body types because they're actors and actresses or their job is to be fit and how come I don't look like that? You don't want to compare yourself to those type of people because again, they have more things available to them to get up to that 
goal that either you want or they, they're looking to achieve. So something that you have to think about when you are comparing yourself constantly to, to other people, I don't have what they have. I'm not like the way they are, How, you know, and you're constantly being negative about that. What ends up happening is you become obsessed with wanting to be either somebody else or wanting the things that they have. And what that ends up happening is start spiraling and spiraling. And no matter what you achieve, no matter what you get, you're constantly thinking about the next thing. I want, I, okay, I achieved this. Now I have to become this. Then I became this. Now I have to become that. I want this. I got this. Okay, well, look, so-and-so has this. Now I need this. What ends up happening is you're never going to be truly satisfied with what you have. Now, what ends up happening is a few things, right? You become depressed because you're never satisfied with what you have. What you have, instead of thanking God for all the wonderful blessings in your life, you're constantly looking for that next fix, that next fix. I need to become like this person. I need to have what they have. I need to do what they're doing. Look at the life they're living. I want that life. I want that spouse. I want those kind of kids. I want that kind of car. Now, the other thing that happens in your life is when you're constantly just comparing yourself and being negative and going through depression and all of that kind of stuff, you're not thanking God because you don't have time because you're constantly wanting more. And who loves that more than anything? The devil. The devil loves this because the further you are from Christ, the less you're thanking him, the more he is happy. And that's something that we don't want in our lives. So comparing yourself to other people's lives is not a good thing because it can lead to depression. It can lead you away from God. Instead of thanking God for what you have, you're constantly looking for that next fix. And I'm going to tell you something right now. There are many people that pray for the life that you have today, that pray for the things that you think you need. You're comparing, you're like, I have a home, thank God. I have friends, I have family, I have a job. But you're constantly comparing yourself to wanting more. You're not thinking about, man, I really have it good. And I want to thank God for that. So that's comparing. The other thief that I want to talk about is complaining. Now, Father Brian in his homily spoke about this, and he said there's a difference between venting and complaining. Now, the difference is when you vent, right, and God's okay with this. God wants you to vent to him. He says, come to me, bring me your problems, right? Venting is, hey, this is my issue. This is what I'm dealing with. Help me out. How could I get from point A to point B? How could I resolve this? You're looking for a solution. Complaining is just constantly being negative and saying, oh, my life is not like, you know, my life is not good. Uh, why did God do this to me? Uh, how do I get to this? Not really thinking of a solution, just being negative and constantly talking about the things that you don't have or the problems you're facing. I see a lot of people say like, oh, why did God do this to me? Well, I'm here to tell you, God doesn't do bad things to people. God allows certain things to happen in your life, yes. But why does he allow these things to happen to your life? That's something that you should be thinking about. 
the next time you go to complain about something, instead of saying, oh, why did God do this to me? Okay, think to yourself, what is God trying to teach me from whatever it is that I am facing? This is the cross I'm carrying. This is the problem I currently have today or the situation that I'm in. What is God trying to tell me about? to do? How am I to grow from this? And I guarantee if you take that to God and thank him for what you have and ask him, God, how, okay, teach me to be a better person. What are you trying to show me from the current situation that I'm in? Because I guarantee you any storm you're in, any cross you carry, there's a purpose for it. And you have to just pray about that and ask God for guidance and the strength to get you through whatever it is you're getting. Or whatever you're dealing with. People always say like, I wish I had an easier life. I wish I had this. Uh, and something that I was thinking about when I was uh, putting this together was that song from back in the days from that that rapper's name was, was Skilo, I want to say his name is. And it was called I Wish. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. It's a little joke for you guys from back in the days. If you guys are a little young, you don't remember that rapper. I think he was like a one-hit wonder. But that's a perfect example of complaining. I wish I had an easier life. I wish I had this. But instead of saying those things, you got to say, thank you, God, for what I have. Thank you, God, for the family that I have, the friends, the car to get me to work, uh, the home that I live in, the air that I'm breathing, getting up in the morning the job that I have, all these things, you want to thank God for those kind of things. So something that I want to challenge every one of you guys is think about what you constantly complain about. I don't have this. I want this. And I want you to say this out loud to yourself. And I'm going to say it now, and I want you guys, and I'll let you guys repeat it with me. You can say something like, why can't I have or why don't I have and then X, Y, Z, right? You fill in the blank. So you can say, why don't I have a better car, a better house? Why don't I have more success in my life or more money in my life? And I want you to say these things out loud to yourself, but instead of constantly complaining about them, think about what you're complaining about. And I want you to start reversing your mindset. There is something that I one time heard uh, someone say, and, and it stuck with me, it was in a speech that I heard, I think it was on a retreat, and they said, every time you think about complaining or there's an issue in your life or there's a trial or cross you're carrying, when you're about to say, why me? Like, why God? Why is this happening to me? Reverse that mind, my, that mindset and say, why not me? Why not me, God? So instead of complaining about what the things I don't have or the things that I want, instead of saying, or the, the, the trials that I'm going through, say, why not me, God? Okay, what are you trying to teach me? What do I have to do? How could I improve myself? That's the kind of mindset you want to have. Because I'll tell you something, constantly complaining, it's, it's a constant negativity. You become complacent about everything. What ends up happening is you're rewiring your brain to constantly be unhappy, constantly be negative, 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 negative. So now what ends up happening is even if you are to succeed in your life or obtain the things that you've been complaining about, you still would be unhappy 
because you're training your mind to constantly complain, constantly be negative. So what I'm trying to get you to think is to rewire this thinking and think, okay, God, moving forward, why not me? Let's start thinking more positive. Let's start being uh, better about thanking you as opposed to just complaining to you all day. So that's the kind of things that you want to start thinking about. So ask for help. Ask for help from him. He's there to help you. Vent to him. If you, if, if you want to vent to somebody else, vent to a family member. Vent to a friend. If they're not there or you don't want to bring your problems to them, go vent to a priest. They're there. Call them. Make an appointment. I guarantee you they are there for you. Because again, I'm going to remind you, people pray for the life that you have. So before you go and complain again or compare your life to somebody else, think about somebody else's life. I guarantee you people have it worse off or harder than you think that you do. And the things that you're complaining about or wanting in your life, right, That you or think about that you don't have, people pray for those things every single day. And if you're better off than somebody, instead of being prideful about it and comparing yourself that way, go and help them. Be that light for that person because you never know. They might need that help, but they're too afraid to ask. So how do we combat comparing and complaining, these two thieves? How do we get them out of our life? Well, I sort of already talked about it, but start to become more positive. That positive mind frame. Right In the world we're living in today that's so negative, be that light. Be that goodness in the world. Start becoming more positive because I guarantee you, your positivity will radiate through you and it becomes contagious. And the things around you and the people around you become happier and more joyful and positive. I've, I've heard someone say this, positive thoughts radiate positive things right? If you constantly are becoming positive and thinking of the um, upside to things as opposed to the downside to things, you'll start seeing things better. I, I, I heard this saying one time and I, and I loved it. And it, it goes like this. It says, when you put everything in God's hands, you will start to see God's hands in everything. And I truly believe that. And how do we go about doing that? Thanking God every day. When you wake up in the morning, Thank him. Throughout your day, thank him. Thank you, God, for the blessings I have. Thank you, God, for allowing me to wake up today for another day. Thank you, God, for my family, my friends. This is what God wants. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, do I have to thank God all the time? Yes. Does God really need me? Does God, does God really need me to say thank you to him? Like, doesn't he know? He's God. He knows what I'm thankful. He does. But you're not thanking him just to thank him. You're thanking him also to remind yourself that without him, you're nothing. If you think that any of the accomplishments or blessings in your life were done only on your own merit and not with the help of God, that's when pride kicks in. And you don't want that. Because to say to yourself, Look what I've achieved. Look what I've done and not thank God for that. That right there is pride. And you don't want to do that. Because we know as Catholics, without God, we are nothing. 
And that's why we need to thank him every day for the blessings that he has given us in our lives. And if you're wondering, well, did, does the Bible say that I have to thank God? The answer is yes. And Father Brian mentioned this as well in his homily. He referenced actually the, uh, the story of the 10 lepers. And that comes from Luke chapter 17, uh, verses 11 through 19. So basically there was two or there was 10 lepers and they saw Jesus and they called out to Jesus. They, they said, heal us, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he told them, go and show yourself to the priest and then you'll be clean. You'll be cleansed. And as they were walking back, one of them, he realized that, hey, wait a minute, I'm clean. I'm cleansed. I'm healed. So he ran back and it says, he prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. And then Jesus asked, were not 10 made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except for this foreigner? Then he said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. So, so Jesus is telling them, Yes, thank God for the blessings in your life. So should I thank God? Yes, for everything and always. Another awesome way to thank God for the many blessings we have in our lives is attending Mass. Now, not just attending Mass just to do it, but if you really know the why behind why we go to Mass, and the prayers that you're praying in during Mass, you'll start to realize and come to know that the entire Mass is a big one-hour um, thanking God session. All the prayers we do, that's thanking God. If you, if you listen closely to the words that we say in Mass, we're constantly thanking God for everything. And then at the end of Mass... What do we all do? What do we all partake in, right? That is receiving the Eucharist. And if you know this, awesome. If you don't, the word Eucharist is a Greek word, which actually means thanksgiving. So when you receive the Eucharist, you're actually partaking in thanking God. Isn't that awesome? And here's another one for you. If you're a Chaldean Catholic, and you attend Chaldean Mass, you've probably heard this prayer said in every single Mass that we have, obviously. It's a Chaldean prayer uh, called the La Humaran. Now, this prayer is a very ancient prayer that has been said for, I'm going to butcher, I, I want to say thousands of years. I could be wrong, but I, I know it is very ancient. But what's beautiful about this prayer, there's a, there's a verse in the prayer, and I, it's an, I'm going to say it in English, but it goes, To you, O Lord of all, we thank. To you, Jesus Christ, we praise. For you are the resurrector of our bodies and the savior of our souls. Such a beautiful prayer. And actually, the story behind this prayer is, while um, and, and years ago, when certain Christians during that time were being persecuted and walking to their death, they were saying this prayer out loud. They're praising God, thanking him and saying the La Humano. So it's so beautiful that we still say it in our, in our mass today. So to sum up, should we be thanking God every day? 
Should we be comparing our lives to other people? No, because we don't know the full story of how they got to where they are, what trials, what obstacles they faced. And again, why why compare ourselves to other people when God made us the way we are and thank God for who we are? Because when we compare, we're in essence saying to God, the way you made me is not good. And that's not true because God doesn't do anything wrong. And then constantly complaining, right? It just spirals into that negativity, gets us depressed, and we're never ever satisfied with the life we have. And we never will be if we're constantly complaining. Instead, thank him. Thank God for all the blessings in our lives. Thank God for all the trials in our lives. So speaking of comparing and complaining, I want to talk about the two other podcasts that we have with ECRC. And I want to remind you guys to listen to the two podcasts. So speaking of complaining, we have Ennis Kesto with the Salty Catholic. You know him. It's like a one-hour fest of just him complaining the whole time. So I want you guys to take a listen to him. It's a wonderful podcast. And then you have the other one, the Catholic Avengers with Jeff and Pilar. Uh, and I mean, they're constantly complaining about the, what is what does Pilar say? The five or six listeners that they have. Instead of being grateful for the five or six listeners that they have, they should be thankful for that instead of complaining about them. My, I myself, I am thankful for you guys listening to this podcast. I'm thankful for the listeners I have. What is it? The five or six or 700 listeners a month that I have. So I'm thankful for these kind of things. So I thank you guys all for listening to the podcast. And I and I'm, I encourage you guys to go listen to the other podcast so that Jeff and Pilar can stop complaining or comparing how many they have versus the other ones. And, you know, we can listen to Pilar, obviously, um, complain about his five or six listeners, like how he says. So please, I encourage you guys to go listen to those uh, podcasts. They're wonderful podcasts. I'm, I'm just kidding, actually. I, I love those guys. They're a great podcast. Take a listen to them. I'm going to close you guys. Uh, I'm going to close with this Bible or this prayer that I have prayed many times uh, before I go to sleep. It's a beautiful prayer of thanksgiving. And it goes like this. Lord, I thank you for today. Thank you for walking with me through all the different moments. Your peace in the overwhelming moments, your comfort in the hurting moments, your strength in the weak moments, your joy in the sweet moments. Please be with me as I sleep. Please renew my mind, refresh my soul, and strengthen my heart for a new day ahead. You are my God, and I love you so very much. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, guys, I want to thank you for always listening. Please share this podcast with all of your friends and family. Like I always close, I'm going to remind you guys, go forth with confidence because you have the right to be Catholic. Thank you and God bless. You have been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and all of our programs, go to ecrc.us.